Financial Residency is proud to bring you Grand Rounds with Dr. Tammy. Each week, Tammy Krauss explores a new topic related to achieving financial independence by building and protecting your wealth. She invites guests who are experts in their fields who will share honest and valuable advice on a variety of topics. If you have an idea for a podcast, please email Tammy, that's T-A-M-M-Y, at financialresidency.com. Now grab your front row seat to this week's Grand Rounds. Hi, and welcome back to Grand Rounds with Dr. Tammy. We have some really exciting changes happening at Financial Residency. For those who have been with us for a while, you remember FR when it was started by Ryan Inman. He was a financial planner who was married to a physician, and he started this web website and podcast series because he wanted to make sure physicians had access to quality education and trustworthy advisors who wouldn't take advantage of the doctors who came to him and came here to learn. He had an opportunity at the end of 2021 that required him to give up financial residency, but he wanted to make sure that his legacy lived on. So when I took over, he told me to always keep the sharks out of the water and to seek the best advisors to help the physicians with their financial goals. So I've really tried to stay true to his word and true to his mission, and I quickly realized that I needed some help in getting more quality information and help in getting the word out. So I am so excited to announce today that Financial Residency has partnered with Grant Sabatier, and he's going to help us do just that. You may know Grant from Millennial Money, or you may have seen him on CNBC, heard his podcast, or one of a dozen sites that focus on finance. So welcome to the show, but more importantly, welcome to Financial Residency Grant. Glad to be here, Tammy. Yeah, really excited about this. I know we were in discussions for almost a year before we came to this deal, and we haven't wasted any time hitting the ground running with the new Financial Residency website and a bunch of new content that's been launched. And yeah, very excited about this opportunity to partner with you, and more specifically, just to help physicians and medical professionals who are struggling financially. I've had a number of medical issues and my wife have has over the years. And so I've been intimately familiar with the struggles that physicians often face in their life. And your job is already difficult enough keeping people you know, healthy and safe and well and is getting increasingly difficult, as we know, in these times that the last thing on any physician's mind should be worrying about money. And I'm very passionate about serving physicians, you know, with this site and with this mission and using the skills that I, my team at MG Media have reach a broader base of the market with high quality information and provide as much, you know, support and guidance and, you know, high quality recommendations, you know, as possible. There's a lot of conflicting advice out there when it comes to your finances and especially for medical professionals, there's some nuance, you know, that's quite different than the normal market. And, you know, I really want to help to focus and shine the light on that, you know, specifically and provide those great resources. So I'm excited to be here and happy to kick off the new year with this announcement. You have one of the best origin stories that I've ever heard. Would you be open to sharing that with us? Yeah, sure. I can give you a three to five minute version. I worked on it too long. I grew up in the suburbs of Washington, D.C. My parents are from rural Indiana. And when I was six months old, I'm an only child. My parents made the big decision to leave both of their very large families and head to the East Coast to give me a different type of opportunity. In hindsight, the risk that they took was quite large because they didn't know anyone in Washington, D.C., and they moved 
and got new jobs and really started from the bottom and growing up in the DC suburbs, which can be quite expensive. And my parents never had any money. It was something that they were stressed about. They fought about it. It was very present in our lives in terms of just showing up in the day to day. And, you know, I really grew up with the stress of money on my shoulders and with parents who were very vocal about the challenges that not having money can place, you know, on a family. And so early on, my dad would tell me, you know, money is freedom. You need to work hard. You need to do everything you're supposed to do. And so I, I did work hard and ended up graduating number two in my high school class and went on to study at the University of Chicago where I played soccer and majored in philosophy. I really, throughout this entire period, had no idea what I wanted to do with my life and felt that because I didn't, you know, there was something wrong with me. You know, when all of my friends, you know, were going off and pre-med and pre-law and econ and studying to, you know, go into the professional fields, you know, really just couldn't figure out what I wanted to do, you know, at all. And so graduated college, ended up bouncing around four different jobs. I couldn't find the right fit. I got laid off in the Great Recession, 2008. And 2010, you know, at the age of 24, I was completely broke, didn't have any money, didn't have a job, and I had to move back home with my parents who had given me so much and invested so much into me. This is 2010, and I had, you know, that summer, an immense amount of you know, shame and see it in my parents' eyes, just kind of how worried and concerned they were. I had no idea still what I wanted to do. And they actually invited me to a July 4th picnic, and I went and I was the only, you know, adult aged kid there amongst all of their friends who were in their, you know, late fifties and early sixties. You know, I was just chatting with people. And the only thing that they were talking about was retirement. It was, you know, when are you going to retire? Oh, in two years. Oh, you just retired. Oh, you know, it was the only topic, you know, of discussion. And I looked at, you know, my parents' friends and realized that, you know, they'd gotten, you know, a little bit older and, you know, some of the things that they used to talk about. You know, my parents didn't talk about anymore and some of the dreams they had, you know, just kind of disappeared, you know, over the years. And I really had this confrontation where, you know, I saw my future and working for the next, you know, 20, 30, 40 years of my life being stressed around money. And because I didn't have anything else to do, I was curious. I put on my philosopher's hat and really started thinking about what is money and, you know, why are we so stressed about it? Why is it? you know, so complicated. I hadn't really thought about money beyond not having money, you know, up until that point. And I realized as I dug deeper that most of the advice that was shared, you know, I dug into the Susie Ormans and the Dave Ramseys and the Robert Kiyosaki's. I dug into all this information and I realized that most of the information that's shared is designed to help you retire when you're 60 or 65. None of it is designed to help you make money quickly and really live life on your own terms. And so I eventually stumbled on a book, Your Money or Your Life by Vicki Robin and Joe Dominguez. It was the watershed moment for me when I realized that whenever you're working, you're trading your life energy for money and that time is so much more valuable than money. And so I really, you know, that book completely changed my life. And I went in search of ways to make and save and invest money as quickly as possible and learned that most of what was out there was a scam. And so I started digging in and just fortuitously stumbled on a Google mobile ad on my phone at the time. And this was very early in Google advertising. And so I looked it up, you know, Google mobile ads, you know, as a millennial, I was a digital native. And the first result that popped up was a result from eMarketer, this company that said that jobs in digital marketing were projected to grow 300% over the next 10 years. 
And so that piqued my interest. Okay, here's a growing field. Clearly people, you know, more and more people are using their phones that are moving online. And then the second result was called Google Ad AdWords University, which is a Google website. And it's completely free. And it was a series of YouTube videos and there was a free certification test. And so you could take, you know, this free course from Google, watch these videos and then get certified by Google to run Google campaigns. This is so early on. I didn't have anything else to do. I saw this as a growing opportunity. And so I took the test, overprepared, ended up passing, and then went in search of a job running Google ad campaigns. And I found a job at a digital marketing agency in Chicago, actually running Google ads for the Chicago Cubs and Cubs merchandise. I ended up getting a job, you know, at that company. And really, you know, it was like getting a PhD in digital marketing. You know, I'm 25, working with a lot of, you know, 25 people in their early 30s, you know, who are digitally savvy. And I really soaked it all up with a sponge. And so spent a year there learning everything I could about digital marketing and ended up going out on my own and building websites for realtors and consultants and lawyers. Lawyers was really the market that I honed in on in Chicago. And I built a $500 website for a lawyer who introduced me to a local association of attorneys. I built a couple other websites and I had this template that worked really well. And I ended up building my first $50,000 website through that association. And it took me three days to do it. And this is you know, the lights are going off in my head. I saw the opportunity. And so I started scaling that marketing business. I brought on some people to help me. And then I launched a second marketing company focused on MBA programs. And I was really, you know, off and running. I ended up growing both of those businesses and through a five-year period, saved over 80% of my income and invested the money. And by the time, shortly after I turned 30, I had $1.25 million in liquid assets saved. And so I'd gone from nothing to becoming a millionaire in a little over five years. And through the process, learned an immense amount about business, money, the psychology of money, mindsets, and really ended up having a successful business, but was stressed about that and not filled by the business, you know, it's kind of a means to an end. And here I was 30 years old, I found a way to make money, but I still hadn't figured out what I was passionate about. And so then I started my website, millennialmoney.com, where I just started sharing what I had done and what I had learned. You know, none of my friends had money. Everyone was still stressed about it. And I was very open and vulnerable from day one about how I did it, the trade-offs I made, the mistakes that I made, really where the opportunities actually were. And then that website really kind of caught on and I got, you know, emails from readers, you know, saying that I'd helped them in some way. And it was then that I realized that, you know, this was my passion. This was my calling. I'd finally found it. I was here to teach other people how to take advantage of this one life. And I became a full-time, you know, content creator, really leaned into it in 2015 and ended up selling my company to my business partners, grew the website and the audience and the mission from there is really kind of right story, right place, right time, right skill set. It all combined to help make the website, you know, incredibly popular and, you know, really launched me into a whole separate, you know, career. And I've now written a book with Penguin Random House. I'm working on my second book. It's in 14 language. My first book's in 14 languages. You know, my life looks so radically different than when I was living with my parents. And now that's been what, almost 14 years, but so much has changed. And I feel like I mentioned earlier that I've lived many lifetimes, you know, since then. I feel really grateful to do this work and to use that skill set 
now to help build other websites and have a portfolio of sites in the finance space in order to maximize the impact, you know, grow the business and feel very grateful that I get to continue to, you know, share this mission and spread this message and work with the great people like you. I know you and your team have already started making some big changes on the financial residency website. It's had such a big facelift. It's easier to navigate. Can you talk about maybe where we're headed there? Yeah. So it takes a lot of work to <laughs> rebuild a site. So both users and Google will like it, especially a website that's been around for a long time and has established links and a lot of content. You know, there's a really methodical process that we go through to make sure that the website is best serving the audience and providing the highest quality, most relevant information. And so we're in the midst of a very large, complete content audit on the site. And so we've updated the most popular post, but we're going systematically through all of the content to make sure that, you know, everything is up to date. It's factually correct. It's comprehensive. It is authoritative. And so deep into that process now, and then we're doing other smaller things like replacing all the images to make sure the site has a more cohesive and unified brand feel. And then there's a technology behind the site that we've been working on to make it easier, you know, for example, for loan officers to connect with physicians who are looking for a physician's mortgage. And we'll be building out that technology, you know, across a number of different verticals to make sure that it's as easy as possible for physicians to find the people and the resources to best help them, whether that's finding, you know, a loan officer for a mortgage or the best company to refinance student loans, or even things like financial advisors or more niche support and things like the best apps for physicians. And so there's a lot of content, you know, that we're working on and that's in the pipeline. And you're not even going to recognize the site by the end of 2023. It's going to look so different and be so much more you know, comprehensive. There's so many different things that physicians are looking for and so many things that they're not even aware that could be valuable to them. And so it's our responsibility to, to become the most authoritative, you know, website in the physician space. I'm very aware of the, you know, our competitor websites. And I say competitor loosely because I hate thinking about other websites that also help physicians as being our competitors, right? Because we all share the same mission. But I think that our unique perspective is really going to stand out and shine and our technical skills. You know, you look at a lot of physician focused content and website, and to me, you know, it feels outdated. It feels, you know, kind of busy and messy. And so we're really going to bring the physicians focused personal finance website in, into 2023. And, we, you know, we're already well on our way. I know you've got a whole team working behind you, and we've talked quite a bit about how we want to really get the content built up, more information, you know, more authoritative sources like you were just mentioning. And I know you've got all of those contacts already built up because you did it with Millennial Money. Any, can you give us any hint there where you're kind of headed? Yeah. So, you know, I myself am not a medical professional. My team, we're not medical professionals. Of course you are, you know, Tammy, you know, we're in that process now of making sure that we close the gap to completely understand what physicians are struggling with, the questions that they have, and then matching that with the content that we have on the site. That's a process of learning. That's us, you know, updating content. That's us, you know, talking to physicians. And that's also, you know, an open call to anyone who's listening 
you know, who wants to reach out. We love hearing from readers about our content, how we can make it better. If there's something that we should be doing on the site on millennial money and bank bonus and our other sites, that's how we've grown. People say, Hey, what about this? What about that? They have some question. And then we either go back into a post that was about that topic and answer the question, or if it, you know, warrants its own post, we write an entirely new, you know, post about it. And so it's really our job to, through those questions and conversations to best, you know, answer them and organize the content in a way that can best address them. One other area, you know, we're obviously talking on a podcast that I think we should invest in is video. Obviously people are watching increasing amounts of video. And that's one of the things that's, you know, helps our other sites grow. Being able to clearly and simply explain something to someone in 30 seconds on a video that they're watching, you know, while standing, you know, in an elevator, for example, is increasingly how you know, people are consuming content. And so we're matching the message, the questions with the changing patterns, you know, of an audience. It's pretty wild when you dig into it. You think that, you know, everyone's on their phone, you know, all the time, but people, you know, only really consume certain types of finance content, you know, on their phone. They spend most of the time when they're looking for things like investing advice, they actually do it on the desktop. So you can imagine, you know, this tends to happen on Monday and Tuesday nights. You know, there's a trend line for people, you know, early in the week, you know, when they're, you know, starting their week and they dig into this content, just like personal finance, you know, the first three to six months of the year tends to be the most popular when people are really focusing, you know, on their finance. So it's our job to, through our team, add as much value as possible by best understanding, you know, the market. And I think we know a lot about physicians already, but because we aren't physicians ourselves, you know, it's important to, to engage with the community and continue to listen. And I'm excited about that as well, because we have a deep curiosity and love you know, using our skill set and matching it, you know, with a market like this to, to really, you know, reach, reach as many people as possible. I'm so excited about our partnership grant. I just feel like you're going to take us into a whole new realm of being able to help more doctors, give them more information. I'm just so excited. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's also, I like how you opened the show, you know, with a nod to, to Ryan's legacy here, right? Cause we know how much Ryan has put into this site oh, and yeah. it wouldn't exist without him. And people know financial residency. It's out there. I was talking to a journalist this morning who knew the site and had been on the site. And so, you know, I think it's neither of us take this responsibility lightly. And that's exciting as well, because it's always a lot more fun to build and grow something that already has had a life. It's already, you know, it, pe people know it. And that's what I'm excited for people who know it and might not have been financial residency in a few years to come back and see what we're up to and that we're growing and this stuff, it's like a snowball. It's really fun because you start, people start seeing what you're doing and then Google does, and you know, it really does accelerate, you know, very quickly. And it's, you know, I know Ryan's had a lot of success outside of the site and hope, you know, he's doing well and just feel grateful that all the stars aligned here, that, you know, for us to be able to do this. And, you know, I do mean it when I say reach out to us, you know, reach out to Tammy, reach out to me, reach out to the team, let us know, you know, what you'd like to see and what we're missing. We hold ourselves to a very high standard and our goal is to be the best personal finance website for physicians, bar none. And the best is it's a high bar, but you know, 
as I'd mentioned to Tammy, we wouldn't be getting into this if we didn't think that was possible and know that was possible. And so behind the scenes, there's going to be many thousands of hours of work and the website being fast and clean and easy to use and simple to search, you know, will be the byproduct of all of that. So, you know, we're really just getting started in the next year, the next couple of years are going to be huge builds and we're already moving really fast. So I'm just happy to get going and really excited about this. And yeah, please reach out to us. Oh, you guys can always reach out to me. I pretty much give you my email address every podcast, but Tammy at financialresidency.com. And yeah, if there's a podcast you want, if there's a blog you want, something you want to contribute, if you want your own, <laughs> want your own podcast or your own column, or you're just getting started, <laughs> True. You know, it doesn't just have to be us, you know, where we'd love to, to share other voices as well. Absolutely. You know, there are so many physicians that I'm friends with that have these side interests. I've got one who does credit card points, and I'm actually going to have her back on the show here in a couple of weeks. You know, others love travel. Others do real estate investing. So yeah, I've kind of enjoyed having them on my podcast, but I've kind of been reaching out to see, you know, who might want to have a podcast of their own just so they can share their expertise. So you're right. If you have a special interest, please let us know. Yeah, we're all ears and it's exciting to just see how you, how curious you are as well, Tammy, about, you know, the digital side of growing sites and yeah, it's just going to be a lot of fun. So reach out to us and follow along and I'll hop back on the show here in six months or so and we'll check in again, share some milestones, you know, as we're building. That sounds good. Well, Grant, thank you so much for coming on the show. I've been so excited to make this announcement, but I wanted to do it together. So thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Tammy. Talk Absolutely. to you soon. Absolutely. And thanks, everybody, for tuning in to this week's edition of Grand Rounds. I'll see you next week.